Thank you for calling Callahan and Rice Insurance Group. Please listen to the following options as they have recently changed. If you need an insurance quote, please press 2. If you know your party's three-digit extension, please dial it at any time. To use our dial-by-name directory, press 3 or press 4 for a list of departments and personnel. Enter the first three or four letters of the person's first or last name. Extension 134. Landon Bentham. Landon, what's going on, man? Not much. How are you today? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. I don't know if you guys avoid it or maybe it's assumed or I don't know, but um, for me, jumping in the industry, um, this is my perspective as a super green, you know, sitting behind the desk figuring out what all these coverages are. I never felt like I had a good resource for... I'll finish the sentence. Just give me a second, though. That's my good buddy Landon Bentham of Callahan and Rice Insurance in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and... Landon kind of, it was kind of weird, he kind of jumped to another thought before he could kind of finish that. So uh, what Landon's talking about is there was never really a good resource for taking it to the next step, right? And this was our conversation, you know, a little over a year ago. So he's saying Landon, you know, as a new producer, he's in there learning coverages. There's, he, he was looking, he had a hunger craving for more detailed information. Maybe, maybe a mentor situation possibly, but there's uh, there's there's just things weren't being explained for the, for for <laughs> far enough there we go for Landon's taste and i have to say i can't argue with him because i'd certainly see that across you know there there's always just <laughs> there's always the surface level right it's easy to have a surface level conversation i personally the small tuck and and, and maybe uh, maybe this is good kind of a, just a PSA for, for I just I can't the the how's the weather conversation it just a part of me a part of me gets violently angry inside having that conversation it just I, I want to get into the, the details of, of you know who you are what you're doing what you're struggling with way more quickly than again wasting that even if it's 15 seconds even if you are the briefest of brief weather updater person I'd rather just skip it so future reference if we ever have a conversation just get right to it just come right into it it'd be fantastic and i'll i'll be excited maybe give you a little clap i don't know it'll be fun but just the idea of going deeper and that's i think where we're going to end this episode is 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 trying to do our best to maybe facilitate a little bit of that because it, it is easy to do much like and i'm guilty of this probably just as much as everybody but there is also merit in just having a continuation of a conversation to just kind of keep everybody updated on some level right it, it doesn't have to be all the time 100 percent always on but it's just nice to know every now and then hey how'd that happen um great speaker but i always felt like he was more concerned with the telling me about a one-liner motivational thing than hey how did you actually like producer of the year that's really interesting how did that happen Motivation does have an alluring aroma. I'm not going to lie. It's easy to 
want to motivate. And it's it's a it's a it's a fantastic sort of give and take feedback and response that you get in the motivation game. And there's a whole category of of people of an industry dedicated to to such motivational speakers, authors, whatever. And yes, I get it. So um, you know, uh, Landon was just referencing. Hey, you know, he was really just looking for something else. And it is sometimes hard again in the format and the setting and where you're looking from that saying land that Lennon's you know to you know blame here but it's always considering the context of where something is happening in relation to the information that you're receiving is one thing but yes I do think it needs to come back to specifics and and you know I, I one thing that screws with my head more than anything, and this is probably going to sound weird because he's probably one of the biggest motivational guys out there. Obviously, we've talked about quite a bit on the podcast, but you know, Gary Vee always says he never wants to monetize his content, and he always just wants to give his best stuff away for free, and and that is certainly true. But it takes work to find it, and I think that's the key. And this is just this is my observation on at least how I tend to approach learning and, and how I get things from people is um it's really it's 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 not so much the information that's missing it's the structure around it that is challenging and and maybe uh, personally i'm i you know and I, I was listening to an old episode that i was doing for some reason and and i was i was talking about you know uh, i was testing an idea with with a with a with a with an old friend of you know bouncing ideas off of what they got out of a piece of content and what I got out of it. And, and it was completely different. Uh, what I thought, you know, was, you know, really just kind of a throwaway was the main takeaway that they had. And, and what I thought was important was completely missed. And it was just this weird thing. Right. And, and so, you know, I, I, I do think it takes a little bit of practice connecting the dots to see exactly how things have um, a relevant application to what you're doing. And, and, and my brain is always on, always in that mode. I've been trying to get better and turning it off sometimes, but even just sitting at a stoplight, I'm thinking to myself, like, how is this stoplight? It's like, it's ridiculous. Sometimes I'm thinking, how's this stoplight experience translate into something useful? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, but I guess my point is this is getting weird and slightly off topic. Uh, it's the idea of implementing a level of creativity that you maybe weren't necessarily thinking you needed to bring to the table. If you're looking for something, again, just using Gary Vee as the example, you have to work for it, right? And if you don't, if you're not going to, we'll say, pay for it in the form of, we'll say, traditional education or, you know, new wave sort of guerrilla education, if you will, somebody is offering it in some capacity. It's just whether you're willing to pay for their structured sort of accountability with the information or again this goes this goes way back to the days of you know when online marketing things were were popping up all over the place and i learned from basically everybody and and, you know they all kind of said the same thing everybody gives away most of their good stuff for free it's just the accountability and, and and the kind of the the structure that they're selling and i i always did find that to be true and anything that I ever did pay for um, content wise. But again, it's always about figuring it out for yourself, I think, and, and deciding how much you need. But I do think, I do think I could, we could serve every now and then to just sneak in 
some of those fundamentals. But, but I want to know, like, brass tacks, man. Like, what did you do? Like, how did that work for you? Yes, you know, your area plays into it. You know, your support system and your agency plays into it. But, like, what are the... It's not a roadmap, necessarily. Like, but, you know, there's got to be some, some concrete things that we can keep in front of us to say, fundamentals, this is, this is what's going to lead to success for you, you know, in this, in this way. I'm certainly not opposed to a roadmap, Landon, and I think personally it is my preferred method to, I guess, you know, maybe receive, but certainly deliver, you know, any sort of kind of educational situation and say, you know, listen, let's not get caught up on step, you know, 15 when we're still really haven't even come close to addressing step two and three or even one and two or just let's stop getting ahead of ourselves. So I'm certainly not opposed to roadmaps. I do think that they are grossly underestimated. A little, a little bit of a, a little bit of a, we'll say, um, aggressive handholding never hurts to say, I understand you think you might be here, here, and here, but listen, if you really just want to guarantee some success, let's make sure we don't skip these things. Really quick, just kind of mini soapbox on, on roadmaps. I don't know why I got so passionate about that all of a sudden, but I will say, I will say this about fundamentals. And again, like I said, there's uh, you know just plenty of conversations to be had and they might not be as structured and organized and, and maybe not filled with enough brass tacks that are sharp enough in every instance. However, I will say this, Landon's saying, what are some fundamentals that we can kind of come back to? And and I've been thinking about this for actually longer than I would normally think about something for to record an episode. And and I was thinking, well, what if I had to say some fundamentals, what would they be? You know, what are, what are my brass tacks? And I think also too, just real quick, those, those brass, brass tacks are sometimes laid out so often and so frequently that it is sometimes forgotten, you know, six months from now, a year from now that, you know, maybe somebody hasn't heard them and that you feels like you're just kind of repeating yourself over and over again, at least from my perspective, I know. But if I had to say, you know, what, you know, what would be my brass tacks? What would be my fundamental of, of kind of thing to just always come back to make sure that I'm always doing. And this would probably even maybe be on a daily basis, but you know, one, th- one thing that I would, I would do, or at least I would at least find a way to commit to is creating something that can be put out into the world that would scale the message, right? That, that would kind of have the ability to organically grow. I call that, you know, sometimes content. That's what we refer to it as, but the daily practice of, again, putting that out there for that to kind of grow and build steam and just continue to gain traction, to create awareness to, for who you are, what you do and how you might be able to help somebody. That, that's just something, that's a fundamental thing that I, well, I mean, I actually kind of do it every day, but you know, that's something that if I was you know, saying, what is a brass tack? That certainly would be one of mine. The other thing too, and this is the complete opposite end of the spectrum, not as good at this as I could be, but I certainly kind of focus on this. It's, it's uh, it's actively reaching out, being proactive, and and finding ways to create warm conversations with people that you have encountered, uh, that you would like to do business with, that you just would like to get to know better. Um, I think that's a that's a that's a pretty good. Uh, again, daily practice is strong. Certainly, weekly is is okay, but just that that's a that's a nice fundamental to where you know just preparing yourself on a different level to have conversations and to just be kind of always in the mix. Uh, you know, that's, that, those are, those are two things that I think go a long way 
in my opinion, outside of just, you know, tracking sales calls, activities, quotes, all of those fun things are, are, you know, pretty basic rudimentary things, but just on the, on the, on the, you know, if I had to write down two things and if I had to make sure that I did two things every day, those are certainly things that I come back to pretty frequently is, is creating something that other people can kind of access on a pretty grand scale, right? There's really no limited scales, uh, that it, it, it kind of continues to stockpile. It's an investment. And then yes, um, figuring out ways to constantly just have interesting, surprising, unexpected conversations with people is you may or may not have been able to pick up on this. Um, just as always something that is fun and I think beneficial, but just building that network. And that, those are my, those are, those are at least two that I think I would feel pretty confident in, you know, of, of ways that you would, you know, three months, six months, a year from now, if you turned around and looked back from where you were when you started that, I think you would be in a, a much better place. But again, yes, I think this is a, this is a slightly weird conversation. I wasn't even sure if it was worth having, but I think, I think that this is, is certainly a, 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 a place where, you know, you might be struggling and, and, and Landon was obviously struggling with it. So it's pretty valid. I think it's, I think it exists. And, and, and the idea that, you know, it might not always be as obvious as you want it to be. It might not always be in the place you're looking for it, but if you spend the time to kind of stitch it together, it's certainly out there. There's no lack of, of, of kind of options of knowledge. It's just kind of your expectations that you, you have for them with them, what you're going to get out of it. But then ultimately really coming back to the thing that you've probably heard once or twice and just really not forgetting about it. I was recently in a precarious situation and forced to take a flyer on a local coffee house in downtown Akron. And I tell you what, I willingly walked out of there with only a third of my order. Let's talk about how that happened. Have you ever just had a feeling from the second that you've walked into a place thinking, I probably shouldn't be doing this, but for some reason you can't seem to stop. You've already, you've already breached the door. People have seen you and to just immediately abruptly stop and walk out would be kind of weird and you go through it anyways thinking, this can't be nearly as bad as I think it's going to be, only to be uh, completely validated in that concern. And I tell you what, the awfulness that was that coffee house compounded on itself every minute that I was there. It was kind of like that scene in Interstellar where they go down on that planet where the gravity is so strong it actually is like four times the amount of time that is actually in the real world. So they aged by like 30 or 40. It felt like it was that's the, that's the level of gravity we're dealing with in this situation here. I somehow willed myself to the counter to place my order and I was greeted by a gentleman who just the sheer fact of being adequately dressed for the day was one of the more difficult tasks he will have overcome. And this is no good. I had intentions of ordering a flatbread and my wife wanted a three cheese grilled cheese sandwich with pesto. And I thought, all right, well, I'm, there's no way this flatbread is happening. But my wife usually makes fun of me in these situations, thinks I tend to overreact. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna get it for her and we're gonna see what happens. Uh, you know, she wanted a caramel macchiato, I wanted just some black coffee. It's like, well, I can't screw up black coffee that bad. So we're gonna give that a go. So I placed the order, put in my order. Like, all right, let's just see what happens here. And uh, about five minutes go by, nothing happens. I finally get the caramel macchiato. Uh, okay, I think we're moving in the right direction here, but 
Then, all of a sudden, the first order that I'm witness to comes out of the kitchen and is delivered to a table and ends up being so ridiculously wrong, I'm not sure how this dude did not notice it while walking it over. But this is the same guy that found himself mixing coffee drinks in the most disheveled manner possible at like the front counter where he's taking orders. Just couldn't appear to pretend to act like he's been working here longer than five hours, which he had to have because he had to have been the owner. There's no way. But things reach a perfectly awkward crescendo when I can only assume that initial wrong order comes back equally as wrong a second time, at which point our disheveled looking uh, barista owner guy walks back into the kitchen and proceeds to have a conversation that is very far from normal speaking levels, at which point everybody in the coffee house looks around and shares a very uncomfortable moment, kind of like when your parents start fighting. No one's sure what to do, they're just kind of screaming, something is referenced about somebody's making more money than somebody else, and at which point I said, I'm out, I'm done, I don't really need to see what is on the other side of this argument and my coffee and or food that is going to be a product of it. And it felt great. I was the only person that walked out, surprisingly enough, I'm not sure why everybody else stayed. I kind of felt like it was Stockholm Syndrome, I wanted to go back and rescue people like a burning building, but I just, I, I went, I kept, I walked and I didn't, I didn't look back, I just kept going. One caramel macchiato, no grilled cheese, or black coffee. And I felt fantastic. I felt liberated. I felt free. And this is the craziest kind of coffee food ordering situation I've ever come across. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to go back in about maybe three weeks, four weeks, and, and kind of see a vacant sign in that store. It's probably going to happen. I don't want to, I'm not wishing it will on anybody, but, you know, sometimes you just got to call a spade a spade, I guess. But anyways, if you don't want to be a dysfunction uh, building that is vacant shortly. Sure, it's a bit of a stretch. It's hard to put insurance agents out of business, but head on over to agencynation.com. We'll say newsletter slash newsletter. Hang out with me on Sunday mornings and uh, Sydney on Wednesdays, and that's all where all the action happens. Get up to date on all the fun stuff with agencynation.com. That's really the front lines where it all goes down. So get over to agencynation.com slash newsletter. 